0: Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike check out all over the map with me Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond we will even feature non-sports broadcasters subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to learn more please visit http.com colon slash slash com.
1: It's the Penguins and the Islanders. It's the postgame show. And we've got the recap with you coming up soon. As this game goes final, as we speak, the Penguins lead 4-3 over the Islanders. And it looks like they could even the series. But when the game has gone final and after this quick commercial break, We are going to bring you the post-game show. I am your host, Scott McGregor, and you are listening to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. It's Penguins post-game, and it comes your way after this game and after the final and after this quick commercial break. So, after the final buzzer and this quick commercial break and introduction, we bring you the three stars post game reaction from head coaches Mike Sullivan and Lane Lambert, as well as post game reaction from
2: players. We will bring you the shake of the game, the game pucks of the game. And of course,
1: we will bring you the look ahead as we look ahead to the back half for these two teams of their back-to-back before they do it all again in Pittsburgh on Monday night. All of that, plus again, as I mentioned, the three stars are coming up after the final horn. So stay tuned, Penguins post-game is coming up next.
3: Hey hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all that hockey content to return to its rightful place, and that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck... Or driving to the school to learn something new in life, make on the ice and behind the bench a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays, and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast and join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the ice and behind the benches is the Neighboring Podcast, a Sports for Beginners podcast. That airs episodes every Thursdays, but for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our Neighboring Podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans old, new, Fan or no fan are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's on the ice and behind the benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, You can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform, should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join, to have you join me on this journey, so don't miss it. And remember, on this podcast, nobody gets icing. You deserve a little dessert. The Pittsburgh Penguins are recapped here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. And now we welcome you into Penguins Postgame with your host, Scott McGregor. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has just left the building. Let's get you back into the studio now with Scott.
1: Take us in, the Penguin Postgame. Oh, so promising, so promising. It was so promising, but the Islanders find a way to not only tie the game, but take the lead and hand Pittsburgh the second loss of this four game set between the Pens and the Islanders. This four game series
2: set against
1: the Islanders in the season. The Penguins fall 5 4 to. The New York Islanders, welcome into Penguins postgame. It is on now on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We are not going to waste any time here. We recorded the introduction a little earlier than expected, but that's okay. It's time to get down to the needy-greedy. This game has gone final. The attendance is coming up. I would assume event, or sorry, the attendance is coming up soon. Once again, the Penguins fall in this game. That's the second loss they've had at UBS Arena. But oh, oh, it seems so promising. Let's dive right into it. We're gonna get Elia Sorokin and Casey DeSmith. We're gonna get their. Uh, records in a moment or two, but oh, it was so promising, just so promising. Three stars are coming up soon in the opening segment of this show, and so is a recap. We've got the game stats, so let's not waste any time here. Let's actually go to the game stats to kick it off. So the Penguins finished the night with forty-five with. 45-shots on net. They they outshoot the New York Islanders in match number two against the New York Islanders, but unfortunately, the Islanders come away with a W. I think we need to shake it off right now because we've got the Devils tomorrow in Pittsburgh. On our turf, and then we got a rematch with the Islanders on Monday night. I'm looking forward to that game. Again, both of those games can be heard on 10590X, just like this game can be heard on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We'll get into pregame stuff in a minute, should there be a pregame show.
2: But this is the post-game show for the Islanders and the Penguins.
1: Continuing now from the game's stat, 30 shots on goal for the Islanders. The final tally was...
2: The final tally was... Hello. Oh, oh! it was so promising.
1: It was so promising. It was so promising. But the Penguins fall in this game. We're not wasting any time here. It's the post-game show, the Penguins and the Islanders. It's time now to look at who the winning goaltender is? Obviously, it's Elias Sorokin. We'll get the final tally of the shots he faced in a, in about a rear moments.
2: The final tally of shots
1: for this game, according to our Sportsnet's stats, are Penguins forty five, Islanders thirty shots on go- thirty shots on goal.
2: And yeah, I think that's about right. 29 hits for the Islanders, 19 hits.
1: 19 hits for the Penguins in this 5-4 loss. Maybe the Maybe the Penguins didn't get their 45 shot on goal or the 30 shots on goal that I see for the Islanders, but that's what I see but they did have 19 hits. The Islanders had 29 hits. We've seen the three stars. We're going to get to the three stars, but we're running through the game stats as we run to the game summary. So again, 19 hits for the Penguins, 29 29 for the Islanders. I am your host Scott McGregor of Sports for Beginners the podcast. This is Penguins post game. The Penguins won 36 of 27 face-offs that the, that the New York Islanders won. The Islanders won 27 of those draws. The Islanders connect on one of their two opportunities on the power play, the Penguins' Unable to connect on their only chance on the power play tonight. The Penguins spending four minutes, four minutes in the
2: box. In the penalty box, two minutes for
1: the box. Go to the Islanders. They only spent two minutes in the box. Fourteen giveaways for the
2: Penguins. Oh, jeez. the
1: islanders took the puck took the puck away twice so oh boy a little bit interesting here as to how the team the new york islanders defeated the penguins but i think it all lies in on brock nelson scoring a hat trick of goals I'm going to talk a little bit more about brock nelson in a little bit late in a little later in the show but six takeaways for the penguins, eight giveaways by the New York Islanders, two takeaways by the Islanders, the Islanders block. Oh, and the, the the stats have actually changed there for the shots on goal. It indeed is 44 shots, 44 shots the penguins would have, and 17 of 17 of those 44 shots were blocked by New York Islander players. Twenty-eight of the shots or fourteen of twenty-eight of New York, New York shots were blocked. So the Penguins blocked twenty fourteen of twenty-eight of New York of the New York Islanders is shots. So again, the the total just to wrap up there for the for the Penguins and the New York Islanders. The shots on goal, 44-28. Penguins still out shooting the Islanders, but they fall in the game, 5-4. to four. Oh, boy. With that being said, let's get down to the scoring summary. We, uh, we begin in the first period with Sidney Crosby, the captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins getting his 25th goal of the season. Pierre Oliver-Joseph on the assist, 12th assist of the season for him. Chad Ruedel, third assist of the season for him at at the 12-minute mark of the first period. At the 13.56 mark of the first period, Andrews Lee, the captain of the New York Islanders, scores his 20th, His 20th goal of the season, with Matthew Barzell getting his 36th assist of the season. And very quickly, it it, it goes from Penguins one, Islanders zero to Penguins one, Islanders one after 20 minutes. We are tied at one period. We are tied at one to one after one period. Ricard Raquel puts the Penguins ahead two to one with his first of two goals on the night at the three at the 353 mark with his 20th goal of the season. Jake Gensel on the assist here with his 27th assist of the season. Christopher Letang getting his 17th assist of the season at that same time. 353 is when it was Penguins 2, Islanders 1. And then a few minutes later, 5.35 to go in the second period, or sorry, into the second period, I should say. It is Jason Zucker making it Penguins 3, Islanders 1. With his 14th goal of the season, Pierre Oliver-Joseph. Another assist for him, his 13th assist of the season. Second assist of the game, Chad Ruedel. Fourth assist of the season. So once again, Pierre Oliver-Joseph and Chad Ruedel getting getting credit for some goals. On But on the assist side, All right, Brock Nelson. He realizes that the team is down three to three to one, and he scores at 14 25. His 23rd goal of the season, Scott Mayfield, 10th assist of the season for him. Alexander Romanoff, second or 16th assist, not second, 16th assist of the season for him. And just like that, it is
2: Penguins three, Islanders two on the Brock, on the Brock Nelson goal.
1: Anders Lee would get another goal. But before that, Ricard Raquel would score yet again. 1857 into the period. Brock Nelson again at 1425. 1857, Ricard Raquel scoring his 21st goal of the season and his second of two goals tonight. His 21st goal of the season at 1857. Sidney Crosby, 42, 42nd assist of the season for him. And Marcus Pedersen, accompanying Ricard's goal for his 14th assist of the season. And then Anders Lee, the captain, scores again. His 21st goal of the season, 1932, was the timing of the goal. Matthew Barzell grabbing another assist on the goal. His 37th assist of the season, Sebastian Aho. Not the Aho, not the Sebastian Aho that plays for the Carolina Hurricanes. The uh, another Sebastian Ajo that is playing for the New York Islanders. He gets his 12th assist of the season. And very quickly, it becomes
2: Penguins 3, Islanders,
1: sorry, Penguins 4, uh, no, let me see. So Ricard scores, it's 2-1 pens. Zucker scores, 3-1 pens. Nelson scores, 4, or
2: Nelson scores, 3-2 pens. Sorry, 2-2 two, 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 pens. Oh, no. Okay, let me start over. So
1: Ricard Raquel scores, it's 2-1 pens, oh, 3-2 pens, Brock Nelson scores, and then it's 4-3 after twenty after 40 minutes as Andrews Lee and Ricard Raquel. Ricard scores his second of the night at 1857, Andrews Lee at his, his second goal of the night at 1932 his 21st goal of the season, and that would make it 4-3. Penguins, because Ricard Raquel would score, and the Penguins scored, especially with Ricard Raquel leading the charge in the second period. Jason Zucker making it 3-1. Penguins, and then Brock Nelson makes it 3-2. Ricard Raquel makes it 4-2. And then it's 4-3. Anders Lee. And then at the timing of my record of the introductional message, just after I finished recording it, 5.01 into the third period, Brock Nelson hits
2: it again. His second goal of the night And then he would score his third goal of the night.
1: It says Zach Zach Perez gets that goal at 17-17, but no. It was Brock Nelson
2: getting the credit for the goal.
1: But we're going to call it the way it is right now. So again, Brock Nelson. Nelson getting credit for the goal, but Zach Perez is get is what we have here.
2: He is getting the credit here for the goal. But my goodness, the Islanders
1: take the lead at 17 17 in the period of the third period and that would be all she wrote Brock Nelson 33rd assist of the season it's not really that way because apparent because the correction was it was Brock Nelson but it looks like it looks like they're going to give it to Zach Parizvi so it's his 15th goal of the season at 17-17. Brock Nelson, 31st assist of the season. Sebastian Aho, 13th assist of the season for him. And that's not the Sebastian Aho of the Carolina Hurricanes. It's a Sebastian Aho playing for.
2: Yes, playing for
1: the New York Islanders. A clean sheet of ice in the penalty summary in the first period. And then Pierre Oliver-Joseph taking two penalties. One in the third and one at 10.08 in the second period. For holding the stick, that would be the first penalty. And then Matthew Barzell before Pierre takes one at 4.20 in the third for tripping. At 1644 in the second period, he goes for tripping, two minutes for tripping. That would be the only power play the Penguins would get.
2: And that would be all she wrote.
1: So there is your scoring summary. We'll get back to the scoring summary. In case it does change, but Brock Nelson, it looks like Brock scored his it looked like Brock Nelson
2: scored his third goal of the season But they
1: give it to Zach Perez in his in his200 career NHL game. And we're going to bring you now with the game stats out of the way and the game summary out of the way. We are going to bring to you
2: the referees, the attendants, and the linesmen before we do a quick drop
1: and give you the three stars to round out this opening segment. Post game reaction still to come from the coaches, the Penguins, head coach Mike Sullivan, and of course, the New York Islanders head coach Lane Lambert. That's still to come. It probably will happen in the midst of our middle segment, which, by the way, is the shake of the game. So, rounding out the opening segment of this show. We are going to do the three stars, but first, this game has officially gone final at UBS Arena in front of 17,255 fans in attendance in Elmont, New York. Your referees for this game
2: are Chris Lee and Kelly Sutherland. Again, Chris Lee
1: and Kelly Sutherland. Jesse McCre Jesse McCreese and Steve and Steve Barton and Steve Barton. Barton are your are your linesmen for this game?
2: All right, time now for a quick drop. as we continue here on Penguin's Post game.
1: Because again, we've got a game to get ready for another game to get ready for and that's the for the penguins that's the
2: funnily enough that's the devils in the berg and then we've got and then we've got i mean even for the even for the
1: Even for the New York Islanders, they got to get ready for their game against none other than
2: none other than they got to get ready for their next game in none other than Boston when they played the the Boston, the Boston Bruins.
1: We're going to get to all of that in the look ahead, both games, 5 o'clock and 5.30. Before they do it all again in Pittsburgh. But right now, it's a quick drop time. And that is the cue for tonight's three stars introduction doorbell. So I will talk to you in just a second. It's time for the three stars of tonight's contest. Once again, back to the Sports for Beginners studio with your host, Scott McGregor. That is myself. And as we welcome everyone back to the studio here in the opening segment, we bring to you the three stars. The shake of the game is coming up next. And we will try to hear from the head coaches, as well as some players. They should be getting their media availability done at the moment as we speak. But as we bring you back into our FordsNet shared screen that we have, we'll bring you the three stars of tonight's hockey game. Your third star of this game, as they are all Islanders, the, the, the third star of the game is number 11, Zach who who is playing in career game number 1,200. So his 12, his 1,200 game. Congratulations, my friend. You know, you know, you know another guy who was
2: playing another career game?
1: Jason Zucker who scored in this game in his 600th pre-year NHL game congratulations to Jason Zucker but before we continue here talking about Jason Zucker and things like that hopefully we get a chance to hear him to hear him post game we'll see um cuz I actually want to hear what he what the man has to say your second st- your first star is Zach Paraisi, one goal, no assist, plus one. 18 minutes and 20 seconds on the ice total. Again, that's number 11 of the New York Islanders, Zach Paraisi. Oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. That is an ad to bring you some highlights. We are not going to bring you highlights. Well, we'll actually bring you highlights, but we'll bring them... Off a of shared screen here, uh, so as you can, so as you can see, our next star
2: to talk about in this game is Andres Lee. Andres Lee. He scored twice in this hockey game.
1: We're going to bring you those highlights in just a moment. Probably in our middle segment, maybe, if we bring it to you. Anders Lee, anyways, is your second star, number 27. Two goals, one assist, plus one. Total ice time, 21, 21 minutes and 11 seconds. And your first star, number 29 of the New York Islanders. Rock Nelson, two goals, one assist, plus two, 19 minutes and 43 seconds on the ice. And by the way, Zach Parise is getting the GWG with the credit here. The loss goes to Casey DeSmith, as mentioned, he is now 10 12 and 4 Ilya Sorokin is getting the win here his 18th win he is now 18 17 and 5 on the year Will Tristan Jari play in this next game in this next game whether it's against the Islanders in Pittsburgh or it's against the Devils tomorrow evening at 5:30
2: in Pittsburgh. We really don't know. We'll see. That's going to do it for the opening segment of this show. Coming up, we are going
1: to do the shake of the game. We are going to do some game pucks of the game. We're going to hear from Head coaches Lane Lambert and Mike
2: Sullivan, as well as some players from the Pittsburgh Penguins and the New York Islanders. Islanders win it 5-4, and we continue with the recap and postgame. right after this. This is Penguin's Postgame
1: on Sports for Beginners, the podcast. To learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop, please visit https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Again, sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com is where you can find out information about episodes as they drop and as they air. If you were looking for the pregame show of this show, it is now available on our podcast feed. Sorry for the late delay, but we were recording it about a few hours before the game, about three o'clock. And we were trying to get it out at least before puck drop, but unfortunately did not get it out in time. That's OK. Hopefully this drops before we get to puck drop and we get to a possible pre-game show against the New Jersey Devils. More on that in the final segment. We continue in moments. This is Penguin's Post Game. After a hard day's work, sometimes you just want to
3: relax and watch some television. But the show you want to watch isn't on TV anymore. Well, now you can relive your favorite television episodes again and again, such as the Dukes of Hazzard. In fact, if you act now, you can get the complete first season of Bo and Luke Duke adventures as they fight the system of Hazzard County.
1: So act now, because this deal won't last long, and once they're gone, they're gone.
2: The shake of the
1: game is inspired by number 59 of your Pittsburgh Penguins, Jake Gensel, and his Milkshake Factory ad. Remember, Pittsburgh Penguins fans, whenever Jake scores, despite the outcome of the hockey game, you receive half of Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory at your local Pittsburgh Penguins at Milkshake Factory dealers the day after the game. Just mention this offer at checkout. And keep your eyes on the puck during every Penguins game because when Jake scores, next day, you receive half-off Jake the Shake at the Milkshake Factory. Now, back to the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Here is your host, Scott McGregor. That is me. Welcome everyone back to Penguins postgame. It's the middle segment of the show. We are waiting on postgame reaction from Mike Sullivan, Lane Lambert, and of course, we are waiting on reaction from
2: the players themselves
1: as well. But as we continue on this show, oh, it was so, so promising for the Penguins. So, so promising. It just, it just fell apart. I mean, I mean, that's all we can say.
2: The game kind of fell apart. Time now
1: to award the shake of the game. and. Before we award the shake of the game, it's going to be to one player for each side of the team. I do want to mention that I want to thank Thomas for joining us. Around the last half hour of our show for the pregame show. Some great insights from him. You can see me on the show for Blackhawks and Maple Leafs hockey. On on the Ice and Behind the Benches, the podcast, airing after the second episode of the Home and Home Series post-game
2: as the Toronto Maple Leafs defeated the Chicago Blackhawks the other night. And they also... got Austin Matthews back.
1: So, great to have Austin back. Look to see it. This show, by the way, as well as our pregame show, was recorded in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, where I am currently recording it from. But the game itself took place at UBS Arena in Elmont, New
2: York. All right,
1: so these next two meetings for the Penguins and the Islanders are in Pittsburgh, but we've wrapped this one up. And now it's time again, as I mentioned, it is time now for the shake of the game. Again, we are awaiting post-game reaction From both sides of the
2: ice, both the Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins.
1: We're hoping to get that at some point during this show. If we do not get it during this show, we will will move on and try to get some reaction of that from Pittsburgh before we hit
2: before we hit the ice in
1: in Pittsburgh against New Jersey we'll see what we can get if we don't get to any show to any of it today on the post game show we are waiting
2: we are waiting for some post game reaction which should be coming soon.
1: Anyways, back to what we are talking about. It's the shake of the game time. And I guess while we're at it, since we haven't been able to hear, since we're not able to hear from anybody yet. I guess while we're at it. We'll we'll award some
2: game pucks of the game. So, here we go. the
1: recipient of the shake of the game tonight for the Pittsburgh Penguins is going to be the captain himself Sidney Crosby now now don't think
2: it's because he's my favorite player which by the way he is my favorite player but he had Four shots
1: on goal tonight, one assist, plus one, and he had a and he had one of the goals that the penguins had. Two hits did not go to the penalty box. And he did not have any blocks. He took the puck away once, but he also gave it away. And one thing I should mention here is we're talking about the shake of the game, with With 50 point milestones being reached here, not one, not two, but now three Penguins have reached the 50 point milestone this season. So I'm going to give a congratulations out to Jake Gensel for his fourth, for becoming, for having his fourth pre year 50 point season. Congratulations
2: out to you, Jake. Great to uh, hear, despite the loss. And oh my goodness, it's um, it's interesting. I mean, I mean, you may
1: not realize it, fans of the Penguins. And uh you may not realize it, fans of the Penguins and the Islanders, but when players play so many games, especially in a season, you would think they might not we we don't know if they're gonna hit we don't know if they're gonna hit their mile their milestone
2: of a thousand games.
1: And an example of that is Zach Parise. He hit per year one thousand two hundred tonight when they dropped the puck tonight. So he's already joined the one thousand, the one
2: thousand games per year club. So who could be next? We'll wait to find out. All right, I'm gonna refresh this page here for the moment because it looks like we've got your head
1: coach of the New York Islanders. We've been waiting for the we've been waiting for the head coach. Oh, not yet, not yet. But we've got the head coach. The head coach should be coming soon. And I'm pretty sure Mike Sullivan should be coming soon as well. I just saw it on New York Islanders' uh Twitter
2: that, that the
1: that the head coach of the New York Islanders was speaking to the media post game after this game ended in their favor. And what was looking like a game that might
2: not end in their favor. It might not end in their favor, but it ends in their favor, and that's all that you can say. So, Islanders again victorious tonight, and Nelson is one of those men who scored in the game, and guess what? For that
1: reason, I mean, among among the two goals that he scored, we're going to get to other stats that he has in this game.
2: But he's got.
1: But he has our. But he has our player. Of the game, shake of the game. and Brock Nelson two goals one assist two or plus two points three shots on goal for Brock Nelson no penalty minutes no hits one block no giveaways and no takeaways and again he's on the ice for 19 minutes and 21 or and 43 seconds 19 minutes and 43 seconds So there you have it. There are your recipients of the shake of the game. I do believe we're going to have Sidney Crosby. So why not? Let's why not let why not check
2: into the locker room
1: area of our penguins.com. You can actually see all of that. So we're going to go to interviews and let's see if we've got the captain himself.
2: After the game. Oh,
1: oh, we've got
2: more than just the captain. So you know what, for the
1: sake of the time, we are going to hear from Ricard Raquel. And I'm going to stop my share here. So let's hear right now as we wrap up the shake of the game, we're going to do game pucks of the game during this segment as we wait for
2: as we wait in New York's case for the as we wait in New York's case as we wait
1: for Lane Lambert ability to be media availability to be available to us we're waiting for Lane Burt Lambert to be available we heard him pre we heard him pre-game but we want post-game
2: here and again they the guys
1: the Islanders are honoring Billy Smith. Good game for Billy Smith to be honored. He again, the first five, again the first ten thousand fans at UBS Arena received a bobblehead in
2: regards to him. Again, that's another ad there. We're running into it. Um, we're waiting for.
1: We are waiting for Brock Nelson. I saw it on Twitter, so we could have brought it there, but I'm not going to do that. Let's bring you Ricard Raquel while we wait. So here he is, Ricard Raquel, after this game. And again, Ricard scored twice in this game. So here he is after the the 5-4 loss to the
2: Islanders tonight yeah i mean if we're gonna take something positive about in this game i think uh, our work ethic is there for sure and uh we definitely had our
4: chances and we we played the game like we wanted to we just uh had a too many breakdowns in the end of the game that, that cost us today and uh yeah
2: we just uh gotta regroup for tomorrow. What things do you think led to breakdown? I mean the they had their power play there and uh and uh yeah used it to their advantage and, and score so uh I mean the, they made some good plays as well and uh we have some good we had some good looks throughout the game and uh uh yeah this game could have gone anyway, but we we gotta find a way to win gotta find a way to win okay Casey
1: desmith coming up but right now we're going to um we're also gonna get to crosby as well we're waiting for the we're waiting for the we are waiting for the men of the men of the hour that we were trying to get to in the opening segment, but we don't have them yet. Uh, the head coaches, we did have, we do have, I, I should say, we do have the head coach Lane Lambert of the New York Islanders. Unfortunately, though,
2: he is
1: Unfortunately though he is his availability is not yet available right now. We'll see if it's available now, but we are going to move on to the game pucks of the game. And we've got Casey DeSmith upcoming. Well, we don't have the Well, we don't have the coach yet, but we've got Anders Lee and we got Brock Nelson. So, you know what? We're going to do game pucks of the game, give out our recipients, and then we're going to hear from Casey DeSmith, Anders Lee, and Brock
2: Nelson following the win. And of course, Casey DeSmith the Goaltender for the Penguins tonight,
1: reflecting on a loss. Got to get ready for the next game, which again, as mentioned, is against the New Jersey Balls.
2: Okay, I sounded a little off topic there, didn't I? Ah, it's okay.
1: Time now to do game pucks of the game, and I'm going to share my screen for that moment as we bring you back to game, to that game summary. So, we're going to start with the New York Islanders. And I think, I think I could speak for most of us when I say that Ilya Sorokin gave, give up, gives up four goals. But his team backed him up and he backstopped them to win. He stopped the Penguins to win. He stopped 40 of the Penguins' 44 shots. Four of those shots went in the net. And one of them, I should say, two goals of two, goal, two of these goals that went in on both Casey DeSmith and Ilya Sor- Sorokin were a bit questionable to me. Anyways, a save percentage of 9.09 for Elias Sorokin and 59 minutes played. Kind of felt like he played 60 minutes. But that's what we have here. Again, save percentage of 9.09 for Ilya Sorokin. He is the first game puck of the game recipient For the New York Islanders tonight. The second recipient of a game puck tonight. He didn't score a goal in this game, but he had two assists in the game for a plus two. One shot on goal. The only shot he would have taken. Two penalty minutes. Zero hits. Zero blocks. He was on the ice. Total for twenty-one minutes and forty-three seconds, and he gave the puck away once, but he also took it away. And it's Matthew Barzell. So Barzell for so Matthew Barzell, and Ilya Sorokin are the recipients of the New York Islanders. And a quick thing to note here: the scratches for the New York Islanders are Parker Witherspoon. And Ross Johnston. So some of the people that we mentioned in pregame look like they might have played, um, including Andy Andreoff. So I wonder what happened there. Maybe we'll get an, maybe we'll get an explanation. Scratch for the Penguins. They did not play Danton Heinen. They did not play Mark Friedman. And they did not play Ryan Paling. Now, for the game pucks of the game, recipients to the the Pittsburgh Penguins. The first game puck of the game is going to go to the centerman, Teddy Bluger. Zero goals, zero assists, plus one, four shots on goal, zero penalty minutes. Zero hits, a block for Teddy Bluger, and 13.29 total ice time. No giveaways and no takeaways for Teddy Bluger. Secondly, I got to go with the goaltender, Casey DeSmith.
2: He gives up five goals,
1: makes makes 23 saves on 28 shots faced, he only played 58 minutes because he was pulled in the game. Nearing the final minute of the show, you could see it on AT&T Sportsnet, through Sportsnet 1, or listen to it on the New York Islanders radio network or the Penguins radio network, 1059EX. The same percentage for Casey Dismith tonight, 821. We'll see if it improves. Over the course of the game against New Jersey, if he does start. If he starts against the New York Islanders again, we'll see what happens. But there you have it. There are your game pucks of the game in this show. We're going to hear now from Casey Smith.
2: But before we do that, we're going to hear a little
1: bit from the other side of the ice so here is because we also have brock nelson who we're going to hear as we go to break here in the second segment in the second segment and we also have now
2: we're going to hear also from crosby we have
1: mike sullivan coming up he will be talking he will be talking. In our final segment, as well as Lane Lambert. So it so it's still coming. It's still coming as we go to the look as we go to the look ahead. Because guess what? As we go to the look ahead, we are also gonna take a look at some of the action on the ice tonight. But right now, our attention is on Andrews Lee. Andrews Lee. And then it will be on Casey DeSmith before brock nelson and sydney crosby send
2: us to break so right now
1: let's hear from andrews lee
4: well i mean it's tough sometimes right because if it is under him and then i go and poke him i can get a penalty or stuff like that so um i was just grateful i saw it i mean it was it was it was somewhere and i couldn't find it and then i was just sitting there and um was able to get a piece of it but yeah, uh grateful that like I said, the that the ref the ref also saw that and knew it was a loose puck. Uh we were able to get it. We all just had a strong game. Um uh moments where we weren't great, but uh, you know, it's a sixty minute hockey game against a good a really good hockey team. So uh we found a way tonight. We stuck with it, we got to our game and we battled all night and that's what uh that's what, you know,
2: ultimately I think pulled us through.
4: Well, we're making plays all over the ice. I mean, those two are I mean, extremely skilled players, um, and they bring a lot to the table in different ways. And, you know, I'm out there doing, doing what I do best, and I think we worked off each other really well tonight, especially after, you know, just a day's practice and going into the game. But two really heady players. Um, uh, so I think we, we had a really strong effort, and hopefully we can continue to build on that. Enjoyed this evening. Um, our dads are here, which is great. Great support from them. Uh let's enjoy the evening. Get into the boss and get some rest and, and let's uh let's have a big game tomorrow. We know where we stand. We know where they stand. We knew the importance of the game. Um there's a lot of hockey left, but um, like I said, it was a big it is an important game.
2: Yeah, it has to. I mean, um, Our guys
4: are ready and prepared for that, and and um, we we acted like that.
1: Indeed, indeed. Okay, Brock Nelson coming up, and Sidney Crosby also coming up. But right now, it's time for Casey Smith. So Casey, you have the floor.
2: You ever had a goal swept off your chest like that? No, that's first. What was your view of it? What happened? thought it was under me. I guess it was on top of me. If the if the defense would have fallen on that, is it a penalty? Do you have to find it? Like what's the never never had it happen before. They really played it in the third period. Did you feel the the game changed? You know, what was what what changed with you guys?
5: Um uh, yeah, hard to say. Like, obviously they come hard. Uh you know they play hard at and uh I thought we played great first two periods obviously and and I
2: pushed in the third, and, um, yeah, I would, I'd do a better job weathering that. That's Casey DeSmith. Going to
1: hear from Sid in just a second. He will take us into a break. Our next break of probably our final break of the show. Because we took a
2: break before we came on. So,
1: right now, as we go to break, we are going to hear from Crosby, but first we're hearing from Brock Nelson. Well, we seem to be having things, some technical difficulties here. So, as I've mentioned, as we are bringing you the end of the middle segment here, we are doing the Brock Nelson, and we are doing Sydney Crosby to take us into break. So we are going to hear from Brock Nelson. And then we're going to hear from Sidney Crosby to take us into a break. You are listening to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. We seem to be having some technical difficulties, but hopefully we can get through the final segment of this show. This is the end of our middle segment here. So as we go to break, here is Brock Nelson, and then we'll bring you Sydney Crosby.
4: Knowing that we could do it uh, at home and um, taking advantage of you know key moments, and power play being one of it, uh, that was that was huge. to get that goal there, and um, the third we got we got more of our game and uh, more pressure.
6: We see uh,
4: what's happening. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I <laughs> thought. I mean, it looked like it right away. I said Palms, and I thought it was uh, his right away. Start. good play I don't know what happens to those. Yeah, I don't know if I get any of those. or, or I'll give a couple
2: to Zach, maybe. <laughs> but just the result. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I don't think anybody
4: uh, was happy with the way we kind of came out in the first. Um you know, we didn't really generate much offensively. They had quite a few shots, and I think we were stuck, you know, in single digits for, for quite some time. So that's not uh, a good recipe for us, uh, for a team that likes to get in on the forecheck, check, and get some O'Zone on time, and generate some pressure and turnovers. So um, we turned it a bit and stuck with it and had the belief that we're going to you know, get the job done. And um, a couple of huge moments, sleazy getting that late goal the second, uh, and the power play goal is huge.
1: The power play goal was definitely huge. Okay. Some other people to hear from. But for the sake of the end of the opening segment, we are now going to send you to Sydney Crosby. Crosby, our captain, you have the floor.
2: Yeah, I mean they get a late
5: one, get some momentum and you know, we're still up in the third and uh you know, power play. So I, I think it's you know, just a matter of timely goals on
2: their part and us not not able to add on the lead. Yeah, I mean, we did some good
5: things, so we gotta build off of those, but uh yeah, I mean we we gotta Got to find a way to get two
2: points and and uh, forget about this one. Forget
1: about this one. We gotta forget about this one. Okay, Mike Sullivan post game and Lane Lambert post game.
2: All next
1: in the final segment of the show. We are going to do that when we return to Penguins postgame on Sports for
2: Beginners, the podcast. Mike Sullivan, Lane Lambert,
1: plus the look ahead and a look around the league when we continue. On Sports for Beginners, the podcast. The Penguins lose this game
2: 5-4 in
1: favor of the Islanders. You are listening to Penguins Hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. To learn more about upcoming episodes and when they drop, please visit HTTPS: colon slash slash sportsforbeginners zero dot wordpress dot com. Back in a moment to put a bow on this show and bring you post game from the coaches, as well as the look ahead,
2: and maybe we will do a, po- a pre game show. Prior to Penguins and Devils, again the puck drop for that game is at 530 Eastern. And the post-game show, that for sure will be happening
1: right after the game. Again the puck drop is 530. Hook drop for the Islanders and the Bruins is at
2: 5 p.m.
1: But these two teams are back at it again on Monday. And more on that when we return.
0: Are you looking for excellent sports content? From media and fan perspectives alike, check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com
1: Welcome back to Sports for Beginners, the podcast. Welcome back to Penguins post-game. It is
2: time to hear From the head coaches, we are going to hear post-game from your head coaches. First up, first up tonight, we are going to hear from Lane Lambert of the New York Islanders. Before we hear what,
1: before we hear from the man of the hour for the Penguins fans, Mike Sullivan. And this, by the way, is the look ahead segment of our show. We're going to take a look around the
2: league also in this segment and wrap this up. Speaking of which, let's bring you right now post game from Lane from Lane Lambert. Here he is post game after the win.
5: How good does that feel? Come back, and win the big yeah, it feels good. Um, we obviously weren't at our best at the start. Uh, we had some moments in the second period where we were where we were hemmed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're a good offensive hockey team. They've got uh, some pretty good talent. And um once you get tired, you know, you're in uh you're you're kind of in desperation mode. So um to get through that and to mount a comeback is uh is a really uh really terrific for our guys. What was working for you in the third period or what changed at that point Well, we just we got pox deep um and i know it's a cliche thing and i always say it but this team we turned puck over too many times and then it was on in the first 40 minutes and they were coming back at us so uh, we did a better job of uh, getting it in deep and then that led to a better forecheck just uh
6: some of the guys said when you called that timeout, there was a little frustration a little anger uh in your voice during that timeout. was that just because they they weren't performing to, to what you expected to that point?
5: Or... Yeah, I, I I thought we had way, way better, and there was way more to be had from our guys. So um, that was basically the message.
6: And, and just, uh, I know Josh didn't play, I think, way for the second period. What happened? And any
5: update there? Well, I, uh, you know, he he missed. I haven't heard the final details on it yet, so we'll have to wait and see.
6: Just, you know, uh, I, I know you're a little depleted here, but you, you're relying more and more, you know, on those top six forwards. And, you know, that's something, you know, you and, you know, Barry through four years when you were here, it, it's always been more of the roll the four lines. How comfortable are you getting with, you know, giving those bow and Matt and Anders, you know, that, that kind of ice time?
5: Well, we'd like to, uh, you know, at times we'd like to roll four lines a little bit more. Um, but uh, you know the situation presents itself some nights, and uh you know they they didn't use their their fourth line a whole lot tonight, and we uh you know, we matched up against uh against their guys, so uh, like I say, it's circumstantial, understanding that it's game fifty eight a lot of hockey left. but this still kind of have that feeling of this a season standing season saving win well, I don't know if you could go to that extreme, but uh certainly. We've talked very, very uh often about the fact that we need victories.
2: So it's a big win for us. I
5: guess just how big was it to, to get the goal right at the end of the second and go into that intermission with just one goal behind? Yeah, that's uh you know, that was that was the kind of the turning point, I guess. If you could pick one, uh was that getting that goal after they had just scored. So no question it was huge. That intermission, I guess right after that, do you you need to say anything or you know if so what what's your um no i you know we we just you, know, you know, tell them <laughs> basically we we know what we had to do in the third period there wasn't a whole lot said
1: um you said you wanted to get Anders Lee going which is why you put him back as far as
5: all what did you obviously the two goals what did you think of this game i thought it was good i thought uh you know i thought he was moving um obviously he's going to the net and he got rewarded for it but i i thought he played well it's not just the two goals uh you know we'll obviously very happy with those but uh i thought he played well overall
0: with zach paris obviously his 1200th game for him to score a goal like that crushing that that just finds him as a player right
5: yeah it does uh you know it couldn't couldn't have been a more fitting end i guess so to speak the back and forth nature of the game i mean we've spoken about the leadership group resiliency. um just that kind of showed its true colors tonight is that something that you have complete trust in your team there to find their equilibrium especially like the late second period and the end the third? Yeah, well, we, you know, like you said, we, it was back and forth. And there were moments when, you know, we were on the wrong side of it. I thought our leadership group and some of our players did a really good job. I mean, if you look at the games that Lee had, that Nelson had, these guys stepped up late. I thought they played terrific. So that leadership group did did step up. Lane, most of this group has played in a lot of playoff
7: games. How important is that down the stretch here where all of these games are going to have a playoff feel to them?
5: Well, I think you can draw a little bit on experience for sure. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's um, something that that I think we have is that playoff experience and our ability to draw on that. So it's important.
6: Yeah. Lane, have you seen anything quite similar to Lee's backhander off the goalie? And how would you describe
5: that? Uh, well no i haven't really seen that but you know that's a guy who goes to the net stays at the net and um if there's something laying around uh you know wherever it might be laying he has a possibility to put it in <laughs> no but uh you know it was a good it was a good shot
1: it was a good shot it was a good shot that's going to do it for people to hear from From New York side, we're going to hear from Mike Sullivan and bring you you the look ahead of that in just a second. But to get it out of the way as we bring you the look ahead for the Penguins coming up after Mike Sullivan, we're going to bring you a look ahead right now of the now 28, 23, and 7 New York Islanders. So these two teams, the Islanders and the Penguins, will be back at it again in Pittsburgh on February the 20th, the Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. The pregame show will be, we will have a pregame show for you for that game. We will have it for you at exactly just an hour or so We will try to have that for you an hour or so before the puck drops. The recording of it might take place a little bit earlier. We might have some other stuff to get going there prior to it. But again, they're back at it again on February the 20th at 7 p.m. in Pittsburgh. Before that, before that, though. The Islanders play the Bruins tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern. You can see it on Sportsnet now. Premium? Following Penguins and Islanders, the Islanders are back home on the 22nd. That will be the Wednesday to battle the Winnipeg Jets at 7 o'clock. At 7.30 on the 24th, the Thursday, oh, sorry, the Friday, excuse me, the Kings are in town in Long Island at UBS Arena against the Islanders. It's a, 7 o'clock, a 7.30 puck drop, excuse me. And then at 3 p.m., the Jets are back in action against the Islanders. At 3 p.m. on the 26th. And that will be a Sunday game. Because the Saturday is the 25th. And with that. That wraps up the look ahead for the New York Islanders. The ones who are victorious tonight. 5-4. Over the Penguins. They will look to try and sweep the Penguins. When they come to PPG Paints Arena. But will the Penguins be able to even the series? We'll see. Right now, let's go to the man of this hockey team, the head coach of this hockey team, before we put a bow on the show with a look around the NHL, what is going on, and give you some updates on whether we will or will not have a pregame show. For the New Jersey Doubles and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Getting going at 5:30 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. All right. Before Before we look at what's coming up for the Penguins and around the league at what's going on now. Or is on the way to a finale. Here is the man of the hour, your head coach of the Penguins, Mike Sullivan.
2: What did you think of the team start? You guys were pretty dumb. Uh, uh, what do you think? I thought for, I thought
7: for the majority of the night uh, our team was terrific. You know, I thought we had a really good first period. We had a really strong second period. They got a couple of opportunistic goals in the second period. It gave them life. Uh, I thought we had we had tons of energy. I thought we were playing with the right intentions out there. Um, it was unfortunate we couldn't. Uh, we couldn't hold the lead or gain the lead because we had a, a fair amount of scoring chances uh, it was in the first two periods, for sure. You know, the third period was back and forth, but I thought a couple of goals they got in the second period gave them life. It sounds like
2: you were kind of
7: happy with the team's pushback in the third? Yeah, you know, I, the, the third period, we, you know, we pushed. They, You know, they, they came, like I said, they, they got some life on a couple of the goals that they got in the second period. They're a good hockey team they you know they're gonna they're gonna push as well um you know they have their moments in the third we had our moments in the third but um you know obviously the the game winning goal is unfortunate you know off of a you know a lost face off in the neutral zone it shouldn't happen we, we got to be better in that area uh of the game um but i but i thought for, for the majority of the night really liked our game be
2: better that the, the result because of the, how you played tonight,
7: you know the result's not what you want. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously we, results are important, especially this time of year. So you know, we 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 want to get results. Um, you know, I'm I'm disappointed that we didn't get it because I thought we played well enough to. And but that's hockey, right? We've got to we got to regroup. We got an important one tomorrow night. We got to get ready for. It. I,
2: think
7: it's <laughs> I thought he made some saves. You know, I thought he made some saves, um, especially in the
2: third period. He made a couple of good saves for us, to, um, you know, to keep it at at a tie. Um, I don't know what else. What else did I well, you know, I thought, like I said, I thought they got life with a couple of goals that they got, you know, in the second period. Um,
7: you know, I thought coming out of the first two periods i don't think the score was an indication how the game has been played and and that's and that's unfortunate because we, d- we didn't get rewarded for the efforts there that that i think we we should have or could have um but that's the game right we got to find a way to you know to to uh, to dig in in the third
1: period and find a way to grab some points find a way to grab some points great way to end it there but we're not done yet. We're not done yet. It's the look ahead. Plus, we're gonna, plus before I sign off here, we're gonna we're gonna look at the action around the N around the NHL. So, first of all, the Penguins with this loss are now 27, 18, and 9 on the year. They they again fall to the New York Rangers five to four. Their second loss in the season series to the New York Islanders. The good thing, though, is they got a rematch on Monday. And then they have another match down
2: the road on March 9th. But
1: now they got to focus on New Jersey. So, again, March 20, uh, February 20th is part of the schedule right now, and that's what they'll be looking forward to. Obviously, they'll be looking for some revenge there on the Islanders on February 20th at 7 p.m. But tomorrow, Saturday, probably by the time this drops, and if we do do a pregame show, which we're going to get to in a second, The Penguins are going to play the Devils in Pittsburgh at 5.30. We will have Josh Getzoff set the scene when we close out. If we do do a pregame show, and he will also set the scene postgame. We will have him set the scene
2: pregame and postgame.
1: Before we get into recapping the hockey game, and talking about the hockey game before the hockey game. Again, the puck drop is at 5.30. Pre-game information is still to come, but just a second. Let's go over the rest of the games for the Penguins. Hunter McDavid and company are in town after the Islanders are in town for a 7 o'clock puck drop on February the 23rd that will be a thursday because the friday night is the 24th and when the blue jays play their first spring training game the penguins are out on the road playing at 3:30 p.m. eastern time no pregame show for the penguins and the blues on that one there but we will have a post game show following that game again it's a again it's a 3:30 p.m. puck drop on the 25th the saturday 3:30 p.m. again and to wrap this up as we look at the action in the NHL the penguins will will be back home Against the Tampa Bay Lightning on Sunday, so it's another back-to-back, a three a three thirty, a three third a three thirty puck drop against the Blues on on February twenty fifth, and then a six pm puck puck drop in Pittsburgh on February twenty sixth. And as we get ready to sign off, if of, and as get we get ready to sign off. We'll take one look in at the action in the NHL. So I'll bring up the scoreboard here, and then I'll bring up my shared screen here. But once again, the penguins lost five to four. And I'll say that one more time as we sign off. Penguins lose it, five, four. But before we sign off, look at some of the action here. In the third period, the Oilers. Lead the Rangers four to two with 1910 to go in the period. We'll double check the timer for that in just a moment. Or you can double check it after we've signed off if we don't double check that. True 40 minutes, the Kings lead the ducks three to one. The Blackhawks defeated the Senators 4-3 in overtime. And they're not done playing hockey.
2: Well, actually, they're done playing hockey for tomorrow night. But they are playing hockey on Sunday against the Maple Leafs. And the Wild, to recap the final,
1: well, the shootout, was in favor of the Wild as they defeat the Stars two to one in a shootout. And of course, as you know, the Penguins five four. They did not come out. They came out of this game five four. On the losing end. Now we got to get ready for New Jersey. That's at set. That's at five thirty tomorrow. That's at five thirty tomorrow. On Saturday. Again, the Ducks and the, the Ducks and the Kings right now are in action in the third period. They just they're just about to drop the puck. The score is LA 3, Ducks 1. And New York is not going away. They lead they trail now the Oilers 4-3 with 18 24 to go in the period. Well, my friends, and penguins fans unfortunately it is that time to sign off i know it's a, it's been a long day we've had a pre we did a pregame show for you for the first time we did a
2: we did a yes we did a yes we did a, we've, we've done a post game show. We did a,
1: we did a pregame show earlier before the game. And with that being said, as we wrap up here on the post game show. My name is Scott McGregor, and you've just listened to Pittsburgh Penguins hockey on the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Scott McGregor, saying that it is not goodbye, it is until next time. And until then, Penguins fans, we will talk to you after the next Pens game. So long for now. And just before I wrap up, I know I've already signed off, but before I wrap up, we will Not have a post-game show, a pre-game show, sorry, for this game. But you can catch me in the studio on
2: Sports for Beginners following the game against the Devils.
1: It's the Pens and the Devils tomorrow at 5.30. Catch the post-game show right after the game. With myself in the studio, we'll bring you that when we talk to you next. 5.30 is the puck drop. So, no pregame show for Devils and Pens, but we will bring
2: you the postgame show.
1: Right after the game. It's the Pens and the Devils on Saturday. We'll talk to you tomorrow, right after Saturday night's game in the burg. It's the Penguins and the Devils at 5.30 in PPG Paints Arena at Pittsburgh, PA. And I will talk to you post-game
2: after that game. The Islanders win it. 5-4, your final score.
1: And with that, this post game show has officially reached the station in front of the amount of fans in attendance that I mentioned earlier in the opening segment. Again, this has been Penguins Post Game. To learn more about upcoming episodes and shows and schedules on Sports for Beginners, the podcast,
2: please listen. Sorry, please. Visit, not listen,
1: HTTPS colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Catch you later, Penguins fans, and let's go Pens!
2: Hopefully we get a better night than we did tonight.
1: We'll catch you on the other side, Pens fans.
3: to Sports for Beginners, the podcast with your host, Scott McGregor. For the post-game show slash pre-game show, which always comes before the post-game show. Now remember, fans, follow us on Facebook at our Facebook page, https colon slash slash www.facebook.com slash sports for beginners podcast send a message to anchor.fm slash scott-mcgregor dash sports and follow scott at scottmcgregor3 on twitter let us know what you think about the show a rating and a review would be nice but thank you once again for joining us on this podcast for the post game show and remember before the puck drops before they kick off, before they tip off, before they throw the first pitch. We bring to you the pregame show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast.